and you would get popcorn. What would you get to drink? A uh, drink. Either lemonade, water, or fruit punch. I'm not really a soda fan that much, but if it was only soda, orange Fanta. Orange Fanta. Yes. Nice choice. Hey guys, it's John, and welcome back to Blood, Sweat, and Popcorn. This week, I have a very special guest. My daughter Marissa jumps in the mic, and we talk about one of our favorite flicks, Despicable Me. She was so much fun to have on the show. I, I just love her, and I love her enthusiasm that she has for film at such a young age. Remember to follow us at BSP Film Podcast. Please leave us a rating. This will help the show get out to new listeners. Uh, also, stay tuned to the end of the show. We have a hint for our next episode, so you don't want to miss that. In the meantime, grab your popcorn and your shrink ray, and let's chat Despicable Me. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. They caught a shark, not the shark. Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Wake up. We're tonight's entertainment. Get some serious going, man. Shoot! I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I lose you. You're gonna do something or just stand there and bleed. As that for a slice of fried gold. Here's Johnny! Three, two, all right, folks, welcome back to Blood, Sweat, and Popcorn. John here yet again. And I have a very special guest. I'm very honored and privileged and excited to have my daughter, Marissa, here on the show today. Hi, Marissa. Hi. How are you? I'm good. And she's elected to talk about one of her favorite movies, and I think one of all of our favorite movies, Despicable Me. Ah, this was a fun one. I really enjoyed Despicable Me, and I like the franchise that it kind of made. You know, we have Despicable Me 1, 2, we have the Minions, we have the Universal Studios ride. That's pretty fun. The third Despicable Me. The third Despicable Me, yeah. Um, So, you want to talk about Despicable Me? Well, where should we start? I don't know. The beginning? (laughs) The beginning. So, yeah, we get introduced to... To what? To a random family who's going to the pyramid. Yes. In Egypt. In Egypt. And <laughs> that kid, the little kid runs away and he, oh, our cat has joined the conversation. Hello, Otto. He's going to meow? He's going to meow. No. 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 Okay, so. <laughs> so what do we find out? We find out that someone has been stealing the pyramids. The pyramids and, and everything. Yes. And we get introduced to our villain slash hero, Guru, yes. played by Steve Carell. Yeah. He's very funny and he has a good voice for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's a great voice for it. He's, yes. He's so, because if you hear Steve Carell in real life, you know, he sounds nothing like that at all. No. But he really just jumped into this role pretty, pretty well. But we find out that, you know, Gru wasn't actually responsible for the pyramid theft. His rival villain was. Yes. And what's his name? Vector. Vector. And Vector is probably the funniest, goofiest villains we've seen in a long time. And, you know, and we'll get to, we'll get to Vector. I'm going to get back to Gru first. Yes. Because Gru is, he's so mean, he, he doesn't care about anybody. 
he wants to freeze people at Starbucks or whatever. There's this coffee place, and he such a long, long line, and he just freezes everyone, even someone who's not in line, drink coffee. Yeah, so he's set, being set up to be a really cruel, not nice dude, and but and so we get introduced to um, um, his little minions. Yes. And he gets home, we see his minions, and there. I read that they're supposed to be uh, mutant corn. What? Yeah, they're actually supposed to be like mutated corns, corns, corn kernels. I thought they're. In the other Minions movie, I thought they were born in the ocean. I, didn't, I mean, I don't think I've seen the Minions movie. The new one. The latest one. Haven't? I don't think so. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, so he realizes that his his new new uh, arch enemy, Vector, has a shrink ray. And Gru wants to be this super villain. He wants to be the most acclaimed villain ever so he wants to steal the moon but he's vector's shrink ray to do that but he can't get into vector's compound no. so what does he have to do go ahead so he um he saw three girls who gave cookies to vector one day and then he went to their adoption center miss hattie's home for girls so he adopted them so he can steal the shrink ray. The shrink ray. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just getting this really cool photo of you. It's so great. Talk to me a little bit more about that. Talk, talk to me more about how, how do you feel about the, the three girls, about uh, Mar- Margot, Edith, and Agnes. Agnes. Um, they're sweet girls. They thought they were going to get adopted by like a nice, sweet family with a mom and a dad, but it got Drew, pretending he's a dentist. <laughs> or he works at a dentist. Yeah, they wanted something, and they got what they got. And, um, and yeah, Drew is not really a nice guy to them. He just, because he's, he's just using them to get through to, to Vector, and Otto is chiming in with his little sleepy purrs and stuff. So yeah, so he he makes these. He sees that the girls are selling cookies, and he in his laboratory he makes these um, robot cookies to go into their stash to deliver uh, to Vector. And I really like how how he's like, all right, get in the van. We're going to go to deliver cookies. And they're like, uh, no. Yeah, dance recital. He's like, uh, too bad. We're going to sell the cookies. You had to walk there, so they start walking, and then. Turns out he ends up at a dance recital. Yeah, and was a cute thing that he does with um, with Agnes at the dance recital. Yeah, he pinky promises, or yeah, and he got a little ticket. Yeah, ticket later for the, for the dance recital. Yes, and that plays a pretty big important role later. Yes, it really does. So he can't really give the girls back. Well, he doesn't give the girls back. He, he steals the ray, the shrink ray, eventually, which is pretty funny because we talk about why would you have... Because Vector has that great white shark yeah. swimming under his, his couch. couch. Like, why would you have a shark under your couch? It's weird. Like, gra- like the glass would break or something. And 
Ugh. Imagine that. I'm just, I'm just loving this. This is so much fun. Um, so he rushes back. Uh, no, wait, wait, wait. Hang on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're like, you're like, zooming through this movie. It looked like. Well, yeah. I mean, well, you know what? It's not a long movie. No. And. It goes by. It goes by good. super fast. Yes. You know, but it's pretty cool. We set up the villains. Grew the villain, the hero villain, and Vector the villain villain. Villain villain, yes. And we also set up, um, uh, um, what's the guy's name? The guy with the weird hair. I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> Not Dr. Nefario. Dr. Nefario is the, is the scientist that works with Gru. Yes. The, um, what's his name? <laughs> oh, Mr. Perkins. Yes. He gets really, he gets really upset when he finds out that uh, Gru stole his son's son is Vector. He stole his son's shrink ray. Well, first of all, he stole it from Gru, so Gru wanted to get it back so that he didn't do his plan. You're right. That's the, that is what happened. He gets the girls. He goes back to his lab, or no, not lab, house. He has a little FaceTime. He talks to him he he um he does his plan about stealing the moon and um he doesn't approve when the girls come in and freeze him they mess around with his plants and stuff yeah he's not used to having three little people running around who don't listen to him like the minions do who no. and don't hang on to every word like the minions do and they're not really in cahoots with him. They just want a family. They just want a dad. Yeah. And, you know, they just want someone to, hang, to love them and to hang out with them and, and read them bedtime stories and, and spend time with them. Yeah. And, you know, this whole time, Bruce has been kind of a selfish dude. He's like, I just want to be villain. I mean, he's by in, by textbook definition, not a bad, not a, not a good guy. He's a bad guy. Yes. You know, and he's not really, since he doesn't have those kinds of skills yet, he's kind of stinky as a dad. Mm -hmm. At first, he doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know how to handle not just one, but three little girls yes. who all have different needs, you know, who all don't don't take his crap like the minions do. Yeah. I, I love how, um, you know, I love how they, they go and, you know, after they get the shrink ray, they just, they decide to go to the theme park. The theme park. It has a funny little scene with the, um, roller the, coasters the and, roller coaster. And, um, Agnes wanted the fluffy unicorn at her game. But I feel like the guy who was doing the game just wanted the money because the game looked so hard and they tried like three times and they didn't get it. So mm -hmm. Gru grabbed his big old gun and shot it. And the guy, he was frightened and just gave Annis the unicorn. That's right. He just he handed it over very quickly. But what was really sad was, what what it was kind of sweet too, was after that Mr. After Mr. Perkins, you know, he decides to fire grew essentially like doesn't want to work with grew anymore yes. because because the girls interrupted his plans they take all he take grew loses his money and what do the girls do to help out they come well he's explained to all the minions that to like get a new job i our job is over then the girls come in with a pinky pity bank filled with a few coins and then the Minions get ideas and giving him more stuff, and they, he told him to go 
go to the junkyard, steal from people or something, mm -hmm. and get money. <laughs> yeah. I like that the uh, they had the family tree of Gru and then the little girls, they they, uh. put, they put themselves. That, really, that was really cute. Yeah. So Dr. Nefario, he's the one who calls to the orphanage again and says, look, man. Well, he calls the orphanage to have them take the girls back. Yeah, that. But after he told Gru, like, hey, man, we can't have them here. They're too much of a distraction for you. Yes. And that's very sad. It is very sad because he was starting to really bond with the girls. So he read them stories, the little the kittens. Yeah, I love the, the kittens. The three sleepy kittens. Yeah. That's a cute story. Yes. Girls go back with uh, Miss, what's your name? Miss. Miss Hattie? Miss yeah. Hattie. Yeah, Miss Hattie. Right. <laughs> Otto's so loud. You know, I took him, just for all my listeners, I took Otto off of the table and he hopped right back on the table so he could lay down and get pets. Yes. For Marissa. Well, he's laying on my tour and, and I just want him to be comfortable. Yeah, I know. You love her, Otto. Yes, I do. So Gru decides to go ahead and go with his plan. He launches to the moon. Yes. And successfully shrinks the moon. And he comes back down to Earth and... He wants to go to a dance recital, but yeah. it, it closed. It was it's, too late. It's done. And then he looked at a sign where it's Margot, Edith, and Angus... No, I forgot her name. Agnes. Agnes, yes. Yeah. Where his dad, which is Drew, mm -hmm. sits, but he didn't come. And then he looked at the paper, he flipped it over. We didn't see it until it went on the floor, and it had a V, meaning vector. Vector. And it says, bring the moon. Bring the moon, because why does he want the moon, though? Why does Vector want the moon? So that he can be more of a villain, and he can... Doesn't it seem like such a silly competition to want to be the bigger bad guy? Yes. But what's good about Gru is he learned some character. He has some character development and begins to become a good guy. So Vector stole the girls. He Vector st totally stole the girls. Yes. Rude man. Rude. Very rude. So now Gru has to be the hero instead of the villain, and he has to go rescue these girls. Yes. And it's what are you like when you first saw this? I don't know if you if you can remember when Me? you first saw that uh, the scene where he has to rescue the girls. And yeah. Was that tense for you? Were you like, ooh, were you scared? A little bit. Yeah, how come? Well, I didn't know it was going to happen because it's the first time. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Gru gets the girls back. Yes. And then what, also what happens? Well, before he gets all the girls, um, there's still left Margo. She better grabbed her before mm -hmm. she jumped. And then, and then, like, she falls down on the rope. Then mm -hmm. Drew goes on the rope to try to save her, and then the rope snaps. They start falling, falling, falling. He hugs Margo, and then the minions save the day. They grab Drew and Margo. Good old minions. Always <laughs> coming through. Yes. So after that, the girls... Do, the, do their actual ballet recital for Gru. He adopts them for real, for real. Yes. And what else happens? Do you re remember? Then one minion just, like, punched the other minion, uh, who is the DJ, and he just changes it to, like, 
hip hop music and like <laughs> fun nineties. Fun nineties. <laughs> fun nineties. Yeah, it was a cute movie. It ended pretty pretty sweet. And um yeah, what do you so what do you think of the character grew? So that so it was a good movie. Yes. What do you think of the character grew? Grew he started off very evil. A little bit funny. Like a funny evil. Yeah. Kind of like the Joker or something. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. What about what do you think about uh, Vector? What think was was what was your favorite bit of Vector as far as it being a villain? I like how he's like he's hyper, just tiny bit. Like he's up and moving. He wants to do what he's planned to do. He doesn't quit doing what he does. Like. Sure, he just lounges on his couch, plays some video games and stuff. But he has plans, and he wants to finish them. Well said. Well said. What do you think about his dance? What dance? Oh, yeah. I love that. <laughs> I remember when you were a little bit smaller, you used to always do that dance. Like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yes, I remember that. <laughs> awesome. Um, So let's talk about... Ratings. What do you, what would you want to rate this movie? I mean, it's a very very good movie. So, on a, we'll keep it simple. On a scale, like think about grades at school, A B C D, and we'll skip E. We'll go to F. A B C D F. What what would you give Despicable Me? I would give it a B plus. A B plus. Wow. Why doesn't it get an A? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, I mean, it's good. I like everything. But when you first watch it, you're like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. But then once you watch it again and again, like you get more into it and like you get like, it grows oh, on you. so that's what happened or something. So it grows on you, you would say? Maybe. Just... I think just for me or some other people. Okay. I would give this one an A. It's fun. It's rewatchable. Yes. It's It's got funny characters that we come to like even more throughout the Despicable Me franchise. You know, I think Gru is like a character that Steve Carell will never escape from. You know, he's, he's now, he's known for lots of roles already, but grew something he also will always be known for yes. and it's a fun character you know and i like that there's lots of funny people in this movie providing all the different characters so you chose despicable me to talk about yes now tell me why 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 okay i wanted to pitch it because i thought it was be fun humorous like Something we all like. Like, like who doesn't like to spit a little me? I mean, some people, though. <laughs> sure. Sure. But that doesn't count. <laughs> okay. That's cute. Okay. Because who wouldn't like to spit a little me? Very true. It's a very popular film. Yes, it is. It's a lot of good ratings and stuff. How many times would you say you watched it? Just take a guess. 16. 16? <laughs> Seems pretty standard. I like watch it every month or something. Fair enough. Yeah, I think I've seen it around... Each year or something. Yeah, I've seen it pr- at least like once a year. I'll, I'll sit through it and, 
and enjoy it all over again. Yes. What's your favorite snacks when you watch a movie? Like if you're gonna go to the movie theater today, I know they're not open right now, but if you were, so if you were gonna go to the movie theater and you know money was no object, you can get whatever you, whatever your heart desired. Sneaking. It would probably be candy or pickles. What kind of candy? Um, M and M's, Skittles. I basically like all candy. What about sour candy? Yes, I love sour candy. Would you get popcorn? Yes. And you said pickles. What kind? Of, like, would you want to get like the whole the whole pickles or like the slice the sliced up pickles? Like spears. The spears. Okay. Yeah, I bring one or two. I want to bring the whole entire jar. <laughs> but I can't. Rules. Let's say there are no rules. You can bring whatever you want in. The, I mean, let's... Well, the, okay. The biggest chocolate bar in the world. Yeah? But do you think you could finish it in one, in one movie? In an hour and a half movie? What about a two-hour? I don't know. Two and a half? Maybe. Three? This movie me is only an hour and a half. It's only 95 minutes. That includes the end credits. Oh. So that's, like I said, it's not a very long movie. No. But did you know? What? That it was very successful. It it was, they made this movie with $69 million and. $69 million? To make this. And guess how much it made around the world in total? $543.1 million. Wow. 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 It made a lot of money. Yeah, I can tell. Mm-hmm. It's a good movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so you're saying money, no object. You would get candy of any kind because you just love candy. You would get pickles, or the pickles. spears. Yeah, like give me a pickle, like any pickles. Like I said, like, I I just only like dill. Okay, yeah, I'm the same way. I I can only deal with dill. Yes. Um. And you would get popcorn. What would you get to drink? A uh, drink. Either lemonade, water, or fruit punch. I'm not really a soda fan that much, but if it was only soda, orange Fanta. Orange Fanta. Yes. Nice choice. It's kind of like fruit punch in a way. But it's fizzy. Yeah, it is fizzy. Yeah. It, it was a soda for sure. Yes. What, what's a favorite movie you've ever seen in the theater? Like, What movie gave you the best theater experience that is very tough because okay. i've seen a lot of movies you have seen a lot of movies yes i have i would say avengers endgame oh yeah yeah i mean i like how all the bass and stuff and like sounds were loud i mean if you have like thousand bass and like a thousand speakers and stuff in your house, it'll probably sound like it does in the theaters. Mm-hmm. That's why I like it. I like the sound. I like the big stream. Yeah. Or and the plus, IMATs or something. Yeah. And plus, Avengers Endgame had a lot of big stuff happening in it. Yes. It really they brought, did. like, everybody back. It was so much fun to watch. Mm-hmm. You know, I couldn't tell it's you gorgeous. what my favorite movie theater experience was because I, too, have seen many, many movies in, in cinema. Um, that was one of my favorites. Has there, has there ever been a movie that you saw at home and like, man, I wish I saw this in the movie theater? Maybe it came out before you were born or when you were kind of little still and just didn't go. Um, 
I'm thinking right now because there's like a million movies. Millions. There's so many movies. Can't even count. Can't even count. Unless there's an app or, or there's a genius. I'm sure there's something out there that has every movie chronicled. IMDb does a pretty good job. Yes. I wish I saw... I was thinking that maybe Home. I don't know if I saw that in the theaters. Or if it came out in the theaters. Oh, I remember Home. Didn't they make like the movies, like the TV series after, about it? Yeah, after. The Purple Alien guy, right? Yes. Yes, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was a cute movie. I like yeah. that one too. Yeah. What would you like to, any more you want to add about Despicable Me or your movie theater experience? I like the theaters. Like the theater seats where it's comfy, like. Mm-hmm. Where, you, where there's like two buttons, like you can go back, forward, back, yeah, forward. That's the good life right there. Yeah, it's a good life, and there's like cushions and stuff. You know, because when I was growing up, um, well, like t- these days, you buy your 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 movie, and you go to the theater, you buy your your seat, your specific seat, so you know where you're sitting. Yes. And all the theaters up around here that are all like like that, they're all the box seats that are recline and they go back and they're super comfy. I remember when I was little or young, at least the movie theaters that I used to go to, they were all like the fold down chairs, like you were in high school and it was just really uncomfortable. And Ugh. I mean, we, we didn't know any better. So that was as good as it got. So we thought that was pretty all right, but that sounds horrible. It, it, well, yes. Really but horrible. Well, now because we're so spoiled with what movie theaters offer. Looking back, like, man, that was tough. But you know what? It was still a great time to see great movies in the theater. Like, I saw the Lord of the Rings and the Harry Potter movies all in the movie theater, and they all were amazing to look at. And I didn't care about reclining seats, honestly. <laughs> I don't scratch you? Yeah. What a jerk. He's yeah. like Gru. <laughs> yes. Otto, you're a Gru. You need to be nicer to people. We need to give him some three kittens. That he can take care of. <laughs> Three sleepy kittens. Three sleepy kittens for Otto. So he can, like, learn he's to a, be. He's a, he's a man, though. You gotta be a dad. Yeah, you gotta be a dad, Otto. You learn I'm to like, care about other, other people besides yourself, you old fart. Yes, very old fart. <laughs> he's 12. He's an old man. Yes, he is. He's getting grumpier by the days. Mm-hmm. Very. Well, Marissa, well, this was a great chat. Yes. Thanks for coming on the show and talking to me with me about Despicable Me and, um, and some of your movie theater experiences and yes. preferences. And uh, I really enjoyed you doing this with me. It was really nice. You're welcome. Okay. Anything else you want to say? Have a nice day. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. All right. Thanks a lot to Marissa. And, guys, I'll see you next time. Take care. Bye. Man, what a fun episode. My daughter is just too cute for words. I was so happy to get her on the show finally. She rocks. Also, please, like I said before, give us a rating and subscribe to Blood, Sweat, and Popcorn to get all of our latest content. Next time, I have another very special guest, and he and I chat about an 80s classic comedy. And here is your hint. Don't be ridiculous. If I was the murderer, why would I reveal to you how I did it? All right. Thanks for stopping by, and as always, take care, guys. Mm